the risk of sounding cliche, don't compare your year one or even your year two to someone's year 10. You don't know how many businesses they have tried out that failed within that 18 to 24 month window. In fact, 25% of businesses are going to fail within their first year. Take that in, let that sink in. 25% of businesses fail within their first year. So you don't know if that person who made a million dollars within that one year span is on try number 20, right? So don't get carried away with looking at people on their journey because you don't know what they've done to get where they are. Run your own race and just know that the race to building a profitable and a successful business that's sustainable is going to take you time. Over the past five years, I've consulted for, coached, and interviewed hundreds of business owners. And in my experience, here are the top nine mistakes I've seen business owners who are both early in their journey or even experienced making in their businesses. If you are interested in avoiding those mistakes as you're growing your business, listen up, grab your notebook, and we're going to dive into some of these mistakes. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 172 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for their business success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. Before we get into this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to audio podcasts. This will help to spread the word about our show so amazing stories we share can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script as I share the nine biggest mistakes entrepreneurs need to avoid. Mistake number one I see entrepreneurs making as they build their businesses is quitting their day jobs too soon. Don't get fooled by all the hype that you're seeing out there about quit your nine to five, quit your day job, because while that might be the natural progression of what you end up doing in your business building journey, I want you to pause. We actually did do an episode on the things that you need to consider as you are building your business. And if you are at that point where you're chomping at the bit and you're ready to quit, I would encourage you to consider episode 151, where I break down the five things that you need to have in line before you quit your nine to five. But if you're not yet at that point and you're still researching, you're still trying to figure out what you need to think through if you're looking to quit your nine to five, number one, I want you to think as your nine to five as the major and main investor in your business because you're getting a paycheck every two weeks, every month, you get a paycheck and you're able to set aside part of that paycheck and use it to build your business and use it to make the mistakes, use it to experiment. And that is the perfect place for you to be as you are a new business owner and as you're figuring out how you're going to make money on a consistent basis. In addition to that, I remember as I worked my nine to five, I thought through all the skills that I would need in order to build my business successfully. I tried to see where I was lacking and I used all of the courses that were at my disposal for free from my employer. I had gone through hours of executive training, leadership training, management training. I had public speaking training and look what I do for a living, right? 
So I took the opportunity to actually learn from my employer so that once I was ready to go out on my own, I knew that I had the skills that I would need in order to be successful. So shift your mindset and try to get away from, I got to quit my nine to five right now in order to start my business because you can work on your business on the side. You can think through some of the issues, work out the quirks. And when you are truly ready, check out episode 151, then you can quit your job. So that was mistake number one. Mistake number two, once you are up and running, many business owners tend to lose sight of the important things when it comes to building your business, sales and marketing. You need to figure out how to find the people who are going to purchase from you, and you need to figure out how to get them to purchase from you, sales and marketing. Don't lose sight of those two things when you're getting started and as you're trying to scale your business. Unfortunately, there are so many things along the way that we think are important. We think it's important to focus on having a beautiful website, but we've heard from countless business owners on this very podcast that have told us that they didn't even have a website and they were making $100,000, $300,000 a year. So that is not what you should be focused on. I know sometimes you can get into the trap of social media and the trap of just posting random things because you like the vanity of the praise, the likes, the shares that you get. Unfortunately, the likes are not going to equal to dollars in your bank account. So it's going to be important for you to not lose sight of the things that are most important. And if you are going to be focused on social media as a marketing vehicle, you should absolutely do it, but do it strategically. Social media is invaluable when it comes to marketing. However, you want to make sure that you're getting a return on the time you're spending on social media and that you're not just posting just to post. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three is making the wrong hiring moves. Now, this can go in a lot of different directions, but if you are at the point where you're truly ready to hire people in your business, I would encourage you to take a look at episode 125 that we have with Tatiana O'Hara. That is her thing. She helps business owners make their first hires as well as make the hires they need in order to scale their businesses. So check out that episode. However, if you're thinking about whether or not it's the right time for you to have people on your team to help you, I want you to think about the fact that hiring people is your way of buying back your time so you can focus on the things that you are best at. One of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make when it comes to hiring is they don't hire at all. They think they can do it all. They think that they can be the jack of all trades and they will save money. You don't realize though that by not hiring you are losing money because you are spending hours and hours doing things that are not your area of expertise. And at the end of the day, you simply end up with a mediocre output that is not going to give you the return. It's not going to give you the sales that you're looking for at the end of the day. And it's not going to translate to the dollars that you need in order to grow your business. So when you're looking to hire, make sure that you're hiring for your weaknesses. Make sure that you're hiring people that are going to help to support you in the areas that you know that you are not great at. Also, at the other end of the spectrum, some people 
overhire, right? They go out there and they hire all the people that they think and have been told that they need to hire. They hire dozens of VAs, they hire a social media manager, they hire left and right. And at the end of the day, what they are not seeing is that they don't yet have the revenue to support the people that they're bringing on, or they don't yet have the systems or the know-how about what works within their businesses. And then they hire people, the people get frustrated, the people are not giving you the return on your money, and you don't understand why it's not working, which is why you would probably need an expert like Tatiana to help you really outline who you need to hire at what point in your business. But you want to make the right hiring decisions at the right time. And that's mistake number three that some business owners make. Mistake number four is giving up too soon. We come from a culture of Amazon Prime, same day, next day, two day, and we want things to happen for us right now. What you may not realize is that the best things in life take time. If you're a wine lover, you know that the best wine is aged in barrels for years before it's ready and goes for top dollar, or that diamonds take one to three billion years to really form in the earth, right? The best things take time. In fact, businesses take about 18 to 24 months in order to become profitable. So if you are looking to build a business and you're looking to build a profitable one, if you're in the business building journey because you're looking to build generational wealth, it's going to take time to build a business that's going to last. So don't rush the process. It's a marathon. I know once again, we're in a world where on social media, you're seeing that people have built businesses and it appears that within a year, they generated a million dollars in profit and you want that to be you. But at the risk of sounding cliche, don't compare your year one or even your year two to someone's year 10. You don't know how many businesses they have tried out that failed within that 18 to 24 month window. In fact, 25% of businesses are going to fail within their first year. Take that in, let that sink in. 25% of businesses fail within their first year. So you don't know if that person who made a million dollars within that one year span is on try number 20, right? So don't get carried away with looking at people on their journey because you don't know what they've done to get where they are. Run your own race and just know that the race to building a profitable and a successful business that's sustainable is going to take you time. Mistake number five that too many entrepreneurs make is that they deprioritize self-care. You've got to see that you are your business's number one asset. You are the visionary. You are the one driving this bus. And if for some reason you're not eating correctly, you're not working out, you're not sleeping, you're not taking the rest, you're not taking mental health breaks, you're not spending needed time with friends, family, loved ones, and you end up burning out, your business is not going to grow. It's not going to move because you're the visionary, right? If you're not at the helm, who else is going to be there to drive things forward? No employee, no matter how much you compensate them, is going to work as hard on your business as you would. So if you are deprioritizing self-care, who else is going to be there to work on your business when you're down? So Take the time to schedule out the breaks, schedule out vacation, schedule out the meals, whether whatever you have to do to outsource 
certain parts of your business. So you have time to work out. You have time to eat. You have time to read for pleasure just so your mind can rest is going to be invaluable for you as you grow. Because honestly, there are so many people that have hit it hard for one year straight. And at the end of the year, they may or may not be where they were hoping to be, but they are feeling the effects of just not taking a break and of deprioritizing their self-care. So don't make that mistake. Mistake number six is not pricing correctly. Whether you are entering the market and trying to undercut your competitors or you are just setting a random price to test it out and see what happens, right? You have not done the market research. You have not really thought about, well, what are my expenses and how much profit do I need to make in order to grow this business? You haven't thought through anything and you're just throwing a price out there. In fact, when we had our episode with Maya of Kitten Co. Jewelry, she talked about the fact that she was creating beautiful pieces of 0.925 silver jewelry, but she was charging a pittance compared to her competitors and people thought her silver was fake. They didn't believe that this could be high quality jewelry because of the way she was pricing it. So there are also psychological impacts of the way you are pricing. So you need to be thoughtful as a business owner to make sure that number one, you are not pricing yourself so low that you're never going to actually grow, right? Your growth is going to go negative as opposed to positive. So you want to be clear on how it is that you are pricing and don't try to enter the market and have price be your number one differentiator because differentiating yourself based on price is only going to take you so far. People are always going to want to nickel and dime you because there's no other value they see from you besides the price. There's a reason why people are willing to pay thousands of dollars for designer purses or designer whatever, because there is other value that they see ascribed to that product besides the price, right? So think through that as you are pricing your items as a business owner. Mistake number seven I see business owners making is not building a community. And by community, in this case, I'm not referring to the customers that are part of your brand or your business community. I'm referring to individuals that are fellow business owners that understand the journey, that understand the ups and downs that you're going through, that you can talk to as you are coming across difficult times, that you can bounce ideas off of, that understand when you are off the radar for weeks at a time because you're going through a difficult time in your business where you really need to be focused. But when you come back, they understand that you've been gone because they have needed to do the same thing as they're building their businesses. It's important that you don't go through this marathon alone. A marathon can take a long time to run. And just imagine going it alone. It's going to be a lonely process. It's a difficult process to begin with. And to go at it alone just sounds miserable. So take the time to build a community. Take the time to find a circle of people that you can trust where there's not going to be any jealousy. There's not going to be any idea theft, right? So Find the group of people that really are going to lift you up as you're going through this journey and this marathon of building a business. Mistake number eight is listening to your ego 
instead of listening to your customers. If you've gone through the side business lab, you understand the process of finding your ideal customer and understanding what their pain points are so you can fashion a solution for them. The side business lab bootcamp is a whole series that we went through and I'll link it below so you can go through that four episode series with the notes and figure that out for yourself as you build your business. But if you feel like you know best and if you're building a business based on what you think would be good and based on what you like, you may be surprised when you turn around and nobody wants to buy from you because you haven't figured out who that customer is that is willing to open their wallet and vote with their dollars that your idea is a good one, right? So set your ego aside. Business building is not only about you. I won't say that it's not about you because it is about you. And a lot of people build businesses from a place of passion. So you're passionate about the solution that you're offering, but you want to make sure that other people agree and that other people also feel like the solution that you're offering is one that they want. So set your ego aside. Listen to your customers and as they are telling you what they want and as they are making suggestions about what you should be doing or what you should be changing, listen to that because you don't always know best. And for the business owners that decide that they're just going to set aside the feedback, the reviews, and they're not going to recognize that there are some patterns here with feedback where people are saying the same things over and over and over again, people will eventually get frustrated and just not use your brand because you are not listening to feedback. So as I said, set that ego aside and listen to your customers. And finally, mistake number nine I see business owners making is the fact that they sell themselves short. They sell the solution that their business is offering short and they don't see the vision and their vision isn't as big as it could be, right? In their minds, it's just a little business. It's just a side thing that they're doing and they don't see the possibilities. It is okay to shoot for the stars. It's okay to think big. Even if you do it in private and in your mind, I want you to hype yourself up that you could be the next billion dollar company, right? Don't think it's always going to be something little on the side because if you see yourself as a billion dollar company from the get-go, you will operate like someone who knows they're doing big things. You will make bigger asks. You will make bigger calls. You will ask for bigger things from yourself, from your employees, right? If your horizon is just so near to you that it's very easy for you to touch, you are not setting your goals high enough. So don't sell yourself short. You really are capable of accomplishing more than you think you are. And I know this might seem a little bit rah-rah, but that's in fact, what sets the biggest players in this space apart from everyone else is that they're willing to dream big. And even if they in their hands don't have the capability, they're willing to make the connections. They're willing to reach out to people who can teach them or who can come onto their team and help them do it. Right. So don't sell yourself short. You are more than capable. 
So those are the nine mistakes I see business owners making in their journey, whether they're early on or whether they're experienced. If you don't get a handle on some of these mistakes, it could be your Achilles heel as you look to grow your business. So let me know in the comments, which one of these mistakes have you made in the past? And what was the impact of correcting those mistakes on your business. I'd love to hear from you. And also, if you find yourself making some of these mistakes, let me know, call it out and let us be your accountability partners as you look to build your business. All right. So I really appreciate you all listening to another episode, watching this episode. Let me know that you watch this, share a gem that you have learned from it with us on Instagram, screenshot where I am right now. And let me know what you thought of this episode. We're at She's Off Script on Instagram. All right. So we'll see you right back here next week for another episode. Don't forget, though, that we have over 160 audio episodes that you can binge listen to on She'sOffScript.com or anywhere else audio episodes are available. All right. With that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you found this show helpful, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript. Or you can catch up on past episodes at She'sOffscript.com. All right, with that, we'll see you right back here next Thursday for another episode.